Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast baseball is back and so is mlb.tv watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere anytime all season long follow the action live or on demand Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Oh boy. Sort of encouraged, John. Maybe maybe today's not the day to take a haymaker. And John goes with this one. I mean, I was curious to see if it would have won, but, you know, can't find out now. Can't win now. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like you've ever taken haymakers off the board. No. Repeatedly in the same show. Yeah, but I get... You have backed off that. You used to do that all the time. People used to get so mad at you. There was a lot of that going on. You have backed off that. A little bit. I listen to the people, man. Growing up over listen here. Listen to the people. Look at you. Speaking of the people, can can a tomato can please call me up on, on Beat the Hammer this Friday? <laughs> I mean, why is it that I keep having to face a, a, a Schwab? Was that his name? Howie Schwab? Something Schwab, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm like the, the mini hammers are out there, and they're all calling me. You, you, mini hammers back off. <laughs> I need a tomato can on Friday. I'm really... I didn't think hey, I didn't think much about it, but that which I did think over the weekend, I still shake my head. Go ahead. Last Friday, uh, I was really upset when our our first uh, contestant dropped. Yep. Because Jimmy actually had up on the screen that he had beaten you. You know that was mm-hmm. something that we haven't even mentioned. Yeah, I saw that. So the first the first caller whose phone dropped or whatever happened, uh, he yes he was good, and then Connor was obviously just 
top of the line. Uh, Phenomenal. The, the replacement caller was uh, excellent. Very the last you know whatever four out of the last five weeks. Yeah, it's been a month. Your opponents have been stout. They really have. Too stout for my liking. And frankly, the Giants might be a little too stout for my liking as well. See what I did? See what I did right there? But they're not. They're, look, they looked good. They looked way better than what a lot of people expected. But, man, yeah. the talent level is is so night and day between us and, and their their group. Yeah. No, I mean, the Eagles should win, but I don't take it for granted. I'll say that. By the way, one other quick thought. It struck me over the weekend. I hadn't thought of it. We've talked before about how the Eagles could lose Gannon and they could lose Steichen. And you know what I realized over the weekend, and, and maybe you guys have thought about this. I hadn't. What a disadvantage it is for next year and the next bunch of years. I mean, you want to try to get the right coordinator for years to come. That you can't hire a coordinator during the cycle of coaching hires while you're still in the playoffs and have mm. active coordinators. Like, I, I never thought of that before. Or at least maybe I did years ago and I, I, I forgot it. I mean, if you think about it, because you don't know if you're going to lose Gannon and Steichen, you can't attract someone from the outside to come take the OC or DC job for next year. And it's probably why a lot of teams, John, just say, oh, hell with it. We'll just promote from within. Yeah. But then you get sometimes a tomato can yourself because, well, the guy's, you know, done a nice job as a, as a position coach. Mm-hmm. It's not really who you'd want running your unit. And I just, I mean, I know this is way f- far, far down on the things to think about with the Eagles because right now we're thinking about the here and now. But sometime in the next month, there's a good chance they're going to need a new defensive coordinator, maybe a new offensive coordinator, and they're not going to have their pick of the litter. They're going to have the runs. They're going to have the leftovers. They're going to get all the guys that didn't get hired. I think this organization has a lot of confidence in the assistants that are in that room, you know, helping support these Yeah, but you never know that they're the best. Yeah, but you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. The next Wink Martindale, who's doing a great job in New York, they wouldn't be able to get that guy. That guy would be taken by somebody else. Right. So just for what it's worth, tuck it away. It's a next month issue, and it's certainly a next year issue if the Eagles lose Steichen and Gannon. But I did think about how just kind of like unfair it is that you can't hire someone when you're not sure you're going to lose your coordinators and you're still coaching in the playoffs. All right, let's go to the phones. Dan in Philadelphia. Hi, Dan. What's up, boys? How are you today? Doing great, Dan. Joe, you've become the tomato can. Oh, like, God. Wow. <laughs> you're like the dollar store tomato can with no label. Uh-huh. You're nice. awful. I don't know, man. That's uh, it's tough. <laughs> you don't even have a retort. No, yet. I don't have a retort. That wow. might be your new nickname, Tomato Can Joe. Yeah, well. Listen. I'll, I'll buy it. Uh, I got to tell you, my self-esteem is going down. That's all I'm going to say. I, I would retire. I mean, you're begging for losses now. Like you're just begging for. No, I'm begging. For, I'm begging for tomato cans. Is what I'm begging. I know, for. and that's that's just you know, that, that's awful. That's it's like sad. Mike Tyson it's at sad. The end let's of his call career, it what it is. It's yeah. sad. Yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, Joe. Let's talk about facts here, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think your worry is the any given Sunday worry, right? Which is a possibility. Yeah, that's that's part of it. That's part of it. But it's not just that. I think the Giants look pretty good. Of course they do. But we are the best team in the NFC, factually. Uh, we beat the Giants twice, actually. We're all, we're on rest, right, for two weeks uh, with injuries, actually. I think the Eagles come out and, and they win. Of course, always the divisional games are super close. Um, 
But if we can't beat, like if you would have told me in the beginning of the season that we're going to play uh, Purdy and Daniel Jones to make it to the Super Bowl, what what would you say? I would say that's incredible. Right. Incredible. So, I mean, that's, again, facts. That's who we have to face to get to the Super Bowl. Um, if we don't do it, then we are not a, not a Super Bowl caliber team, and yeah. we have a lot of other things to worry about. Right. You know, well, that part but, that part's true. Yep, I get the it. Giants were nine seven and one. You know, the six seed nine seven and well, one. Well, call them nine six. Call them nine six and one. They didn't. They, they didn't try that. against the Eagles. That's fair. They do look nine, better seven, than right? they did, and, and and they're a better team than we expected. But we're still a, way better than them, and and that's just that's just a fact. So settle down. Uh, get the any given Sunday out of your mind and then mm. focus on what the reality is. All right, Dan, we're give, beat the Giants. give me a big song, a great theme song. Every time I get in a pool or an ocean, I'm a grown man, so I don't get in the baths anymore. Uh, right. I think about Jaws and his theme song. Dude, Jaws That's is a huge answer. It's a big answer, man. Hey, speaking to what you were discussing before we took that call, okay. uh, being uh, you know sort of out of the mix for the big name people, don't you think? Part of what Howie Roseman was doing uh, when he brought Vic Fangio in as a defensive consultant. Remember, he was at training camp uh, a couple times and Mm -hmm. people started speculating, hey, what's going on there? And then we found out that he was hired in some capacity in, you know, this coaching staff, uh, you know, as a senior assistant or whatever. I don't even know what his title is. But he is in that mix. You know, if, if our defensive coordinator goes elsewhere, and right. it sounds like he might, Vic Fangio is in-house. Well, listen, if Howie is thinking like that, it's really smart. I mean, he sure is. He'd yeah. really be ahead of it. What ma- Here's what makes it tricky. Let's say Vic Fangio wants to be a defensive coordinator next year. He wants the pay bump, and he wants the responsibility of, of being the man, meaning running the defense again, which he's not currently doing. He's an advisor guy. If he wants that, where it gets tricky is he doesn't know if Jonathan Gannon's going to get hired or not. Yeah. So if he wants it, he could leave to go become someone else's defense coordinator. Sure, but now, you, I get your I get your it, point. But I, he can have these conversations with the you know with the the rest of this organization with Jeffrey and I know, Howie I get and, it. and those in power. Hiring power. No, I feel better after you just said what you said. But my point is, we forget that Vic Fangio is yeah. somehow incorporated with with his defense. Yeah, no, that's fair. I agree with that. Let's go right now to uh, bu- 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 let's talk to Robert in Germantown. Hi, Robert. Hey guys, how you Ro- doing? Robert, thanks for this food today. Robert, for those that don't know, Robert from time to time, just out of the goodness of his heart, and it's a big heart, just. Sends us food, and we're enjoying it, Robert, so thank you, sir. Oh, good. Have you ever had this stuff before, this particular chicken? Yeah, I still think you're going to – I haven't. I think you're going to poison us one of – you're not going to poison us one of these days, are you? Like, is this the setup? Like, we eat good food 15 straight times, and the 16th time you actually got poison in there? That'd be diabolical. No, no, no. (laughs) Maybe it's going to be a hassle getting breakfast for you guys when you make the switch. I haven't figured out how to do that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll have to come up with something. Um, Listen, a couple of quick thoughts. You've heard me talk about this in the past. We may disagree on this a little bit. Mm. I just really think what impressed me over the weekend was the great coaching we saw out of San Francisco in particular. And I guess my number one worry all year long with the Eagles, quite frankly, has been the quality of our coaching. I just don't think our guys are in the same league as San Francisco and 
some of the other people, Andy Reid, <laughs> mentioned a few. But we'll see, I guess. We'll see how we do again. Uh, and the second thing I would say, when I was coaching, I hated playing the guys a second or third time that I had yeah. crushed in an earlier game, right? Yeah, you know, but remember, you know, we didn't put anything out play. there. We didn't put anything out there in the last game of the regular season. I it know, was but as before that, as it gets. Yeah, but we we crushed them in the first time around, and they're gonna remember that. You know this, John. I mean, they yeah. they're proud athletes. They're playing over their heads. They got great coaching. They got momentum. So is San Francisco, and I'm legitimately worried about our mojo going into the playoffs. I hope I'm wrong. But that's 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 my the mojo worries me a little bit. They had it going on so much this year, and you just hope that to whatever extent it got off kilter without hurts, that they can get it back. Absolutely. Let's we're gonna we're gonna have to play the games and see. Favorite song, "Live and Let Die," Paul Winter and Wings. I think they played it at Super Bowl once, didn't they? Uh, We'll write it down. Remember, uh, remember, we're looking for a theme song though. It's not best song; it's best theme song. Now, was that a Bond theme song at one point? Am I remembering this? Yeah, I think it might have been. I think it was also. I think so, too. So it would be like one particular Bond movie, I suppose? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. I've seen one Bond movie, and I've seen one John Wayne movie. So that's not... Yeah, because they were forced upon you. Because we learned that you had that hole in your viewing repertoire. I chose to. Yeah, and the problem with the Bond movie I saw was at the very end of movie day, and I was absolutely exhausted i mean john it was like i'm not making this you up were exhausted from watching movies well it was my t- it was literally the 10th movie and it was somewhere between like 3 to 5 a.m so i was weird. so you, like, tired i have to do all these movies in this day and then you're weird i can't have caffeine rule which is yes. like why the no like, caffeine what, rule why what's the thought process the th- there like i want to force myself yeah. to have to stay awake without like why got it out man it's so weird. It's a little weird. Uh, I, I'll, I'll admit, it's it's rather strange. Let's go to John and Bryn Mawr. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. How you doing? Good, buddy. What's up, John? Hey, John. Hey, um, Joe, I hate to say this, but I agree with you uh, regarding Al Michaels, and I think the flag kind of, you know, I don't know if it startled him, calmed him down. I don't know, but I, I, I really don't see anything wrong with how he – the game. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's Al Michaels. I, he's got a great voice. Uh, he he never he doesn't get too excited, but I think the flag did it. Um, well, here's the John. Here's the other thing I'll say, and maybe people nationally didn't think in this term, but I'll say I did. In all due respect to the people that want him to like rant and rave like it's Gus Johnson, it's the freaking Jags and the Chargers. It's not like whoever wins that game is going to win the freaking Super Bowl anyway. I mean, I, there's only so excited you can get for a Chargers-Jags winner. Yeah. Um, I truly believe the Eagles are going to beat the Giants. However, the one thing that concerns me is Saquon. I think he only had, what, like 30 yards the first the first game we played them and zero touchdowns. And if, and if, he's, if he explodes, that's, that's the only thing that concerns me. Well, yeah, it's a big concern. Uh, You look good. I have been worried all year, even after the acquisition of, uh, you know, the the veteran D tackles in Dominican Sue and Linville Joseph, that the, you know, relief that we felt, hey, okay, now it's all handled. Now we're better at stopping the run. I I still, I'm, that, that is 
something that still worries me. Like if someone commits to beating us up up front, can we really hold up? And Saquon, Saquon was like Saquon from his whatever it was, rookie year. He looked really good. He is a different version of himself than than what you know, we've seen him fall off. And he's right back where he needs to be. He is an elite running back in this league. Yes, he is. So, Do you think, yeah. John, that, that we're going to beat them by two or three scores? I, the only reason that I would hesitate is that it's the familiarity of the division, and it just feels like that doesn't happen as often when it's you know the third time you're playing uh, the same group. But – yeah, I think we are so significantly better than they are. I think that's supported by the fact that we dominated them when we really tried. It was 48 to 22 on December yeah, 11th. Right. That we are we are just so much better. You know, it it does matter. The the talent level that you're dealing with. It does. So, yeah, I I think we will dominate. I think we'll win by uh, you know, it, it double this could be a double digit win. Hey John, give me a great theme song, man. Oh, my God. My favorite show from the 80s that uh, George Costanza parodied on his um, answer machine. Believe it or not, I'm walking on it. I never thought I could feel so free. Love it, man. Flying away on a wing and a friend. Who could it be? Believe Believe it or or not, not, me. Good job, John. Love it, man. Great American hero. It's a very, very good answer. John, the uh, all right. So here's a game we've barely touched on. Let's just um, kind of briefly look back to the last. You remember game. that guy? Oh, the I don't, greatest American hero. What guy? was his name? Whatever happened to him? I don't know. He disappeared. I, I don't know. He had, had the real curly, curly hair. hair. Yeah, curly blonde hair. That guy, that actor. I know. Did he ever do anything else? Not that I know of. I, that was like my favorite show. What 1981? Early 80s. Whatever it was. Yeah, it's pretty. It was pretty good, man. Pretty good. Um, Bengals Ravens was pretty good too. Unusually close given the Ravens didn't have Lamar Jackson. Um, yeah, surprising. Look, I know guy. All right, here's, here's the main thing I'm going to say about this game. Two things, two things on this point. I know it worked for Jacksonville when Trevor Lawrence went over the top with the ball on a goal line sneak. I know that all these other teams don't have Jalen Hurts' physical power quarterback. But I do not understand, guys, when a team has multiple opportunities at the one-yard line, why they don't just have three big guys push the quarterback in the end zone from behind them. It, uh, all weekend. All weekend. It is a they're, layup. They're shotgun at, at shotgun. Like the one-yard line. What are we doing? Why put the ball five yards behind the line of scrimmage when it can be a yard and a half behind the line of scrimmage when the play begins, and then you just ram forward, and you have three big guys pushing from behind, and you score a touchdown? John, why why don't these other – I know not all the quarterbacks squat 600 pounds like Hurts does, but why don't they do it? Yeah, I don't know. They're wrong. They are wrong. I, it, we didn't talk about what Doug did in that situation. The fourth and one where he lined up. It was like a minute yes. 28 left. Masterful. Lined up in that look. Yeah, and the, to be clear, that's different. The butt yeah, look. that was it. And then he handed it off instead. And won the game. Great, great play design. Great creativity. I mean, he took the fastest player on his team. Mm-hmm. 
Which is ATN the fastest? Well, player? I mean, I okay. I, I guess I shouldn't say. I, I don't know that for sure, but he's certainly one of their faster players. I mean, he's yeah. he's a fast dude, and and Doug, and we've seen Sirianni a couple times this year with the fake out, and but you you know, there, my point was at the goal line. What you're talking about is you know ball at the forty or whatever it was, and it put him right in the field goal range, easy field one goal on range. Yeah. One on the game, one on the game. I, I I listen. I thought Doug, I. To me, if you switch coaches, Doug and what's the name of the Chargers coach? Brandon Staley. If you switched Not coaches, yeah, Doug, you John know, Payton is what I should right. say. Yeah, but whoever Doug was coaching was going to win that game, and um, yeah, I hear you. You know, John. it's possible that teams don't do the push the butt of the quarterback thing because they don't have as much faith in their interior offensive line as we do. You know, we got a great center. We, our guards are mashers, and they can move people. If you get stalemated there, you're not going to have the same, you know, I understand. success level I do. that we do. But I just, here's the way. We're kind of spoiled. No, maybe. I, I get it. But the because the Eagles get it done 100% of the time, I feel like these other teams would probably be able well, to get it done. they did miss it once. Well, see, I don't count maybe that one. Twice. No, no, I don't count either of them. Here's what happened. One time Hurts fumbled. One time Hurts mishandled the ball. So I don't count that as far as, like, the push from behind didn't work. He didn't have the ball. The other time. There was a time where a defense jammed eight guys between our guards and they stopped us this season. I don't remember. I remember two times it didn't work and there was something strange both times. The other time Gardner, was. It didn't work with Gardner, which. Yeah, that doesn't count. No, I'm exactly, saying with Jalen. That's my point. There was one time, I'm positive, it didn't work. We didn't get push. No, 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 no. That's what it was. They didn't have the person push Hurts. That's what it was. There's two times Hurts got – here's my recollection. Two times he got stuffed on the fourth and one or third and one. One time Jalen mishandled the ball. Remember, it, like, it, it scooted out weird. So, it, it like, it was just a, a bad exchange. The other time, when he did get stopped, the Eagles didn't have the people behind him pushing him. Hmm, I didn't remember yeah, that. Yeah, it wasn't at the goal line. It was like a midfield thing. They they haven't – my recollection is the Eagles have not been stopped when they have a normal exchange of the football, Kelsey to Hurts, and someone pushes Hurts from behind. I, I just – it's crazy to me. And look, to the Gardner point, yeah, Gardner did get stopped, and that goes to the other team's points. It's probably why they don't run it as often, but they should try it more, man. I, I mean, to your point, James, why in the world you do a shotgun and now the ball's back at the five-yard line as the play begins? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't – I don't understand when you need a yard why you shoot the ball five yards back. I did think in watching the Ravens-Bengals game that we are about to see some of what the Ravens do, which is uh, they try to get – they end up pulling their offensive linemen. Mm -hmm. They try to get a little bit more of the edge. They try to win outside with their quarterback because he has speed because he's a good runner himself, you know, when teams yep. are clogging up the middle. And I, I I, did expect, after seeing that and the success that they had, and even the commentators saying, hey, this is what this Ravens team loves to do with their quarterback, I think we're going to see some more of that to throw a little wrinkle in. Could be. To, uh, you know, keep defenses guessing. 215-592-9494 to react to any of this. Eagles-Giants, obviously, on Saturday night. Fortunately, Jalen Rager won't be playing in that game for the Eagles. I don't know if he plays in another pro football game in his life. He was horrible yesterday. And coming up next, you'll hear, this is funny, what the Vikings announcer said about Jalen Rager. (laughs) 
after he muffed the punt. This is the oh, Vikings' wow. own announcer yesterday. You'll hear that audio will rock the calls. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie on 94 WIP. It's pro football playoff time, the best time of the year with the birds getting ready to go on a run, plus pro and college hoops, hockey, and so much more. The Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app has you covered. Get odds, bets, slots, and games right in the palm of your hand, right on your phone. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. Bet Parks is the official sportsbook for the real Philly fan, and it's the only sportsbook and casino app that I recommend. Bet on more than just the score. Bet on player performances, too. Touchdowns, passing yards, rushing yards, and with live in-game betting, you can bet during the game, putting yourself right in the middle of the action. Check out Saturday night's matchup against New York. We're seven-point favorites, and I think we'll dominate this game. Join me now, and new users can get up to $750 in sports. Sportsbook bonus back if your first bet is not a winner. Download the app and start playing instantly with the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. What a, what a great, great song! You guys can't imagine how often I go back and watch Sopranos clips on YouTube. I mean, constantly. Sadly, I think we can. Yeah, well, I guess. jives. <laughs> did a puzzle this weekend watching the game. Hey! Sat there and did a puzzle. The American, uh, um, well, of America. Did you finish it? Yeah, a thousand pieces. And then what and did my you goal, do with it? Well, I haven't done anything with it yet. My goal was to get it done by the end of the final playoff game last night and i got it done two minutes after the game ended last night hmm. does that mean i failed you, failed. you did yeah, I, don't I, think I failed. failed in your goal another l took another l yep no <laughs> i hadn't done a puzzle i i if you guys notice i've been dormant on puzzle talk mm-hmm. but um i'll get back to it here you know winter months hunkered down all that good stuff it's good we're happy to yeah. hear that when you go over to uh see your mom yes and yeah. that's where i was, I was oh. in, yeah i was at my mom's this weekend oh so you mm-hmm. just left it at the the end depository yeah exactly <laughs> went to see my mom spend good time with my mom and instead just did a thousand piece puzzle do you think she appreciates just having puzzles everywhere <laughs> like completed puzzles i stack them up man it's not so bad it doesn't take up too much room you, you know? stack them up so yeah. you, you like do the puzzle paint over them no like i want them together i do want to do that but i got a huge stack underneath the uh, television and then i got a, another stack underneath the uh, bed it's you know it's, I try to be respectful sounds of space. like you're junking her place up. i am my brothers talk to me. He's like, yeah, you got to get stuff out of here. I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. Let's go to the phones. Poor lady. Let's, let's talk to Chris in Ocean City. Yo, Chris. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hi, Chris. So, uh, first off, Joe, I just want to let you know that I also got all five questions right and beat the hammer on oh, Friday. God. And uh, I'm, I might have to call on Friday just to uh, expedite this retirement because um, it's just getting kind of bad. Please call um, back. I do. Please call I will say I feel like when, a, try. when a boxer – you know, Mike Tyson at the end, Sugar Ray Leonard. I mean, you get to a point where it's just, like, pathetic. That's yeah, how I feel. I guess. Well, I, and then also, I just, uh, I've been meaning to mention this to you for a while. I know you're a fan of the Kinks. Have you ever heard David Bowie's cover of Waterloo Sunset? No. It is beautiful and relaxing. Okay. And I, and, and I say that to you because that's how we as Eagles fans should feel about mm. the playoff slate that awaits us. We should feel beautiful and relaxed. So watching the games yesterday, what stuck out to me is that I so rarely watch full games because typically if it's not Eagles, I'm on red zone. Mm-hmm. I was 
so underwhelmed by the performances of, of these quote unquote, you know, stalwarts in the AFC, not afraid yeah. of Cincy, not afraid of Buffalo. And then you look at San Fran, I'm sorry, man, Brock Purdy's not coming in here for the NFC championship game and doing anything. So I feel more confident than ever that the Eagles won't only just make, but they're also going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, that, that I came out of the weekend feeling a lot more encouraged than Joe's discouraged. Well, so level. here's the thing, Chris. I felt more encouraged on that level that you're talking about, deeper in the playoffs. More encouraged for the Eagles there. I felt more discouraged about the Eagles in the second round of the playoffs because I thought the Giants looked pretty damn strong, man. That's what I that's think, what worries me. It's just an illusion. The the level of competition. The Vikings are just horrendous. For for having you, that record, twelve wins. I know that that's just so thirteen. It's such a mismatch. 13. Was it? 13? Sure, they were thirteen. Yeah. Teams? Oh, they got to be the worst thirteen win team of all time, right? They weren't thirteen. Yeah, I'll double check it, but yeah, I'm almost positive they were thirteen, and Holy they were cow. for for whatever it was. I'm almost positive it's thirteen. They had the worst uh, point differential in the history of a team with that many wins. I'm sure they did. Um. So yeah, they were Negative thirteen and four. I was right. Point 13, differential. Thirteen and four. But <laughs> thirteen and four. <laughs> yeah, they were. Your um, opponents scored more than you did. That's incredible. Chris, give me a big answer, man. A great theme song. Yeah, probably my favorite song of all time won the Oscar in 1997. It's uh, the theme song to the Wonder Boy soundtrack, Things Have Changed by Bob Dill. Wow, it's funny. You say 97. I thought he was going to say My Heart Will Go On. Was that 98? So it probably might have been. It was 97 movie, maybe 98 Oscars. Maybe. Because, you know, John, My Heart Will Go On. I might just write down My Heart Will Go On just because it would have been a better answer. My heart will go on. Eh, eh, it's enough. not really a theme song. No, it's, it's more just a song and a movie. I know. Yeah. I agree. Uh, John, uh, Brock Purdy's name was referenced. You're a, for a lot of Eagles fans, it's probably yeah. the first time that most people sat there and watched a full Brock Purdy game. John, what did you make of Brock Purdy and what he will present to the Eagles at the link, you know, two Sundays from now? Uh I still like I I doubt the guy. I early in that game, I felt like he was holding the ball and missing opportunities because he was holding it. I felt like he wasn't as accurate as an NFL quarterback normally would be and then it felt like in the second half he sort of came alive. He did. He showed some real athleticism at times that, you know, he's He's a lot better than than what you would expect from the last guy drafted. Is he better than Jimmy that G? Doesn't mean oh, uh, I'm not a big fan of Jimmy G. So yeah, I think as he learns and progresses, you know, Jimmy G's sort of stagnant, and uh, he's put in a great position by his coaching staff. Yeah, I think you've got more upside with this with this guy. So yeah, I think he will be better than Jimmy G. I don't know that he is now. But he's, uh, you know, he's good. He's good. He doesn't scare me. Doesn't scare me either, James. Your assessment of Brock Purdy. What'd you think? Yeah, I think Richie kind of nailed it. I think he'll make the the simple throws he's supposed to make. I don't think he's going to beat you, uh, but it seems like he's not going to beat himself. Yeah. And I, I think that's pretty. He's like a kind of like we had last week. Someone say a robot out there. It seems like he makes the decision Shanahan wants him to, but. Early on in the game, he looked like a seventh-round rookie yeah, he until did. he got settled in, and he's not going to play a road playoff game until he comes into the link. A road playoff game, seventh-round rookie. Yeah. Just saying. Uh, Twitter poll question of the day brought to us by PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing that others see when they meet you. So learn about and schedule your complimentary evaluation at PIDentalCenter.com. Today's question, which of these 
is the best team. Three teams, Eagles, well, they could face two of these three in the playoffs. I don't think they will. They'll probably only face one. Which of these teams, though, is the best team? A, the Bucks. B, the Cowboys. C, the Giants. Trying to assess to what extent the Giants now um, perhaps have leapfrogged Tampa and Dallas, at least as far as how they're perceived as threats to the Eagles. We know the Eagles will play the Giants Saturday night. Let's go to Jim in Philadelphia right now. Hi, Jim. Hey, guys. How you doing today? Great, Jim. Hey, I just had a couple points to make. Number one, do you guys know um, Kirk Cousins threw his uh, percentage pass of completions was 80% yesterday against the Giants? Well, look, he, I did not know that, and he certainly wasn't the main reason why they lost. The main reason oh, why know. they lost was the defense. <laughs> but the secondary. Yeah, their defense. But I'll tell you this. Kirk Cousins, though, still – he didn't grab the game. And then, and then obviously at the end, I mean, that final play, it's one thing if a guy like Purdy as a rookie does a dump down on fourth in game. You know, this is it. But, but for like a 10-year veteran to do that, that's disgraceful. Right. I, I wasn't even trying to compliment Kirk Cousins. I was just trying to bash the Giants' defense there. <laughs> but uh, at, the end of, at the end of the day, the other, there was another thing that was made uh, discussed earlier today was about, about the heart and about this. You know, the, the Eagles have had the brakes on for the last four weeks. Mm-hmm. The Eagles coaching staff have had the brakes on for the last four weeks. Does everybody agree with me, sort of? Okay. Yes. They, 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 were, they, they didn't have the eye of the tiger, which is going to be my answer, by the way, uh, you know, Ooh. going into that game. Okay? Uh, what I'm telling you is, John, I, I never made, played professional sports, but I was on a number of championship teams in my life. And I'm telling you, when I walked on the field against the last place team and I walked on the field against the first place team, I was a different player. I was a different player. I'm telling you, every, I was a pitcher. Every pitch took more time. Every thought was indifferently. Ran faster. You know, all those things were mm-hmm. different. And that's what you're going to see here from the Eagles on Saturday night. Everything is different. And then you have the crowd on top of it. I don't fear the Giants one bit. I'm not with you on that, Jim. I, I think they're better than that. I think – I think we haven't seen the the version of the Eagles that we're going to see Saturday night for a long Correct. time. And so Correct. it is sort of uh, – it, it gives me cause for pause that, that you know, I, it, I don't think it's that easy to just flip that switch. I do think when that emotion of the postseason starts playing in, we will be much better than what we've seen for the last month. Uh, so uh, I am – I don't fear them either. I do worry a little bit about how much better we can be, uh, but I think it's plenty good to beat this team. Uh, by the way, uh, so he said his answer, I the Tiger, which does qualify. It's only a Rocky Three theme song. It's not like a Rocky theme song, if you will, but it, for that movie, it's, it's in there, so that's fine it's not I think it's an awesome answer it's, it's more a song in a movie again though it's, it's not like a theme song it's well like the rocky theme is but doesn't isn't it played more than once in rocky three i don't yeah. remember yeah i think it's i think it would be called a rocky three theme song okay which i think is fair yeah but it's not that good an answer i mean guys there's two rocky songs that are yeah more absolutely. thematic and better than either without the, a doubt without a doubt okay just make sure we're on the same page all right let's get to a little rigor uh <laughs> I know it's supposed to be a day of service, but I, I, I got a rep. Well, I'm doing a service for the Delaware Valley by presenting some audio that'll give you a chuckle. All right, so Rager stinks, and he won't be in the league in two years. John, before we even get to this audio, will Jalen Rager be an NFL player next year? Huh. Uh, 
cup of coffee. I don't right? know what his contract situation looks like. Uh, so I I do think that has some bearing. So he's through three years. First round pick. So. He won't get his last year picked up, but he'll have one more year. You know, I don't know that the Vikings, though, have any uh, problem if they cut him because once the Eagles have already dealt with eating the dead cap by trading him, I don't really know. I don't know. I kind of feel like maybe that's already been – like, I feel like he's cuttable even though he's got one year left on that rookie deal would be my guess. His dead cap next year will be $2.4 million. Yeah, okay, well, I mean, then they do incur a cost. But anyway, so – He's definitely not a player in two years. I think next year he gets a cup of coffee, maybe bounces around to two teams. I just can't imagine he'll be out other soon. Teams, uh, he's you know, bad, man. He's wanting bad. to take him on. He's bad. So, all right, two pieces of audio to play here. The first is we're going to play the audio from I think it was Fox when he muffed the punt. It's just a simple punt muff mess up. You'll hear that audio. But then you're going to hear the way the Vikings' own announcer talked about it afterwards. Here first is the regular, and this was a tight, tough game, Vikings-Giants. Now, they recovered his fumble. He might have been the one recovered. I can't remember. But it was just typical regular, just nonsense. Look at this punt formation. Jamie Gillen, his first punt of the day for New York. Rager fumbled the ball. It is loose. Oh, boy. All right, so he's very lucky that the ball was recovered by his team. So it's like, all right, not the end of the world, but just typical regular. But the Vikings, you know, the Vikings announcer, whoever this guy is. Paul um, Allen. Is Paul name. Allen. I guess he's not as rich as the other Paul Allen. I'm going to guess no. Yeah, a little less rich. Um, by the way, I do wonder if this guy will get a talking to from, you know, the Minnesota. I don't know if it's the Vikings <laughs> or the guy that's his boss. I, I don't know. I don't know how. We're just Typically, you'll get, you'll get some honesty from a, a team announcer, but you won't get this that often. This guy clearly is fed up with having watched Rager this year. After the muff, and he's headed toward, I think it's a commercial break. Or a legal ID or something. Whatever the heck it is. Listen to the way the Vikings' own announcer talked about Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager muffed it where he should have called fair catch, and the Vikings held on to it. That's so freaking unacceptable. That's unbelievable he just did that. Let's pause. 412 to go in the third quarter. 24-21 Giants. Vikings ball on the KFA and Minnesota Vikings radio network. Not driven by Jalen Rager, driven by Polaris. <laughs> How about that? John, that guy is and 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 you can imagine because that guy obviously cares about the Vikings, the Vikings yeah. Vikings fan. And so he's dying because he knows his team's season might be slipping away. It did. I mean, John, that's disgust from a local announcer about a local player that is rarely heard. Rarely yeah. heard. Yeah. Some guy, <laughs> some guy named Naylor, some wide receiver named Naylor. Okay had more snaps in that game than Jalen Rager did. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Rager had two snaps. On two offense? Sta- on, no. Just on, on st- special, special teams. teams. Two punt returns. No there. snaps on offense. Yeah, he's so bad. Two special team snaps, and one of them, he muffed the punt. Yeah, he's really, really, really bad. All right, let's go to uh, Larry right now in Delaware. What's up, Larry? Hey, how's it going, guys? Great, Larry. And when it comes to fear in teams, I really don't fear them. They don't have superstars. But the Giants are playing fundamental football. Yes, they are. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, everybody thinks about, oh, you got this weapon, you got that weapon. When you're playing as a team, you can do some damage. And I don't think they should be overlooked. Now, theme songs, Stanford and song. <laughs> That's a great one, too, man. I love that. All or right. you can go with the clamping. 
Oh, is he's, oh, is he trying to get more out there? You can't get more. <laughs> can't get more. It's absolutely against the rules. Not allowed. Right. All right, let's talk to uh, to Frank in Norristown. Hi, Frank. Hi, guys. How you doing? Great, Frank. I, this is my first time calling. I'm a little nervous, so please put up with me a little bit. Uh, Frank, just thank you for calling. You us. settle in, my man. Just a couple people talking sports. Talk to us. Actually, we're talking a little different today. Oh. I have an answer to the question you asked a few minutes ago. Oh, what about Greatest American Hero? Yes. Uh, what, what's the answer? What uh, happened to that? The dude? actor's name is William Cott, or William Cat. Okay. K-A-T-T. Mm. He also played Paul Drake Jr. on Perry Mason. Hmm. And the kicker is Della Street is his mother in real life, Barbara Hale. Wow. And who, and, and who is she? Barbara Hale. She played... Perry Mason's secretary. Oh, I got you. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, that's a lot. Now, that's a I, lot of great American hero knowledge. I like it. Well, I've I've always liked the show. Oh, it's good stuff. Me All too. right, Frank. Do you have an answer for for us? A different theme song, best theme song ever. Actually, I like the Perry Mason theme song. All right, I'll put it down. Frank, thanks for the for the phone call today, my man. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, have a nice one. You too, buddy. So, um, speaking of old TV shows, how about all the commercials this weekend? I mean, who would have thought it? The return of Night Court? I mean, and by the way, well, that's a good theme song itself right there. I, I, never in a million years would I have thought Night Court would come. I mean, first off, Marky Post is dead. Uh, Harry Anderson, I think, is dead, right? Isn't, he died like a, a year or two ago. They didn't show Bull in the, uh, I don't know if he's still alive. They didn't show him in the in the, in the the previews. But I couldn't believe it, man. Night Court coming back. So, pretty cool. I wasn't a huge night court Solid. fan. Not not like the Marky Post lover that you are. Lover. I thought it was interesting in looking up that uh, cat guy, William Cat. Mm-hmm. He tried out an uh, audition for the part of Luke Skywalker. Wow. In uh, you know Star Wars. Kind of looks like a little bit. Yeah, lost the part to Mark Hamill. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, I get it. But just didn't ever get those other big parts. I not guess. at all. Not at all. Let's talk to Joe and Yardley. What's going on, Joe? Hey, Joe. Um, well, then there's hope. You know, if Night Quarter's coming back, beat the hammer in 40 years may come back on the air. Oh, my God. Just take a shot at me, Joe. You know, <laughs> why not? Hey, I got two things. I got a question. Uh, and I found it really interesting. Hundley and, uh, and Purdy did something that I thought was really foolish, which was as quarterbacks, they're right-handed and they all rolled to their left most of the times whenever they were escaping the pocket. I don't get that. Why not go to your right, which is your power throw? But they had to stop, set their feet, and throw, which lost mm. a half a second, a second, which is forever in the NFL. Did you guys see that? I just It made me crazy as a former QB. I was just watching this and said, why are you guys going in that direction innately? Well, you got to assume that some of that is the, the defensive mindset, you know, forcing yeah. that. You, you you want a right-handed quarterback to roll left, and it's possible that the way that they rushed the passer, you know, lane-wise, forced that. But I oh. I don't I don't know. Uh, that certainly puts them at a disadvantage. Yeah, it really did. Um, and I just I, I I'm very optimistic with the Eagles because I don't think the Giants can stand up to what we're doing in this uh, theme song. Yes, sir. Uh, you asked for a great theme song, so I'm going to go in the spirit of the day of service. And this is a theme song that started in 1969 and persists today. It's been translated into over 50 languages. Hmm. 
That's a hell of a lot of languages when you think about it, and it teaches everyone to be more day of service oriented, more yep. inclusive. Yep. And that's the theme from Sesame Street. Wow, sure. That's a great answer. I like that answer. It's a it's a really good song. Yeah. It's a really good song. Uh help me out on the words here. I, I haven't it's been Come a, and play, everything's A okay. Really? Come, Come and, and play, play everything's A okay. Wow. On my way to where the air is clean. Clean, sweet. Sweet. I'm impressed by you guys because I won't you tell me how to get how to get to Sesame Street. Yeah, so I could have maybe come up with the 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 sound of what would I say here the cadence of the the music ish thing, but I would never have known those words. I could have hummed it, is what I'm trying to say. Wow, you sound of cadence of, to anything. no, no, but I'm very impressed. You guys titles. just got that. Yeah, very, yeah. very impressive. Big part of the childhood, Joe. That's a deep. No, you didn't watch Sesame Street. I watched it more than you did, man. Wow, there's no way you watch that. And I Mr. like the Rogers. Electric Company better. Don't think I ever Sesame saw Street. it. Oh wow. Yeah, I was I was Sesame Street, Mr. Rogers. Kept it simple, man. Let's go to Jimmy right now in New Jersey. Hi, Jimmy. What's up? Hi, Jimmy. What's up, Jimmy? Hey, um, I watched the game last night. Um, with about 12 Giants fans, like diehard Giants fans. And when the game was over, you know, everyone was, was uh, we want Philly, we want Philly. Um, and then once that adrenaline wore off, they all started chattering about how they're going to get handled on Saturday. So I think it was, I think like diehard Giants fans, they, they ultimately, uh, they don't see, they don't see it as uh, they're going in for taking Philly out. I think it's, they, they see themselves as uh yeah. Well, yeah, I, I will four. say this. They feel like they've accomplished more already than sure. they exactly. envisioned. And so you hope that the, they dethrottle yeah, a little bit. Yeah. They, they say, they've they defied the odds. They used the money and... term a lot last night, too. The house money, house money. So, yeah. Um, and also, I wanted your guys' opinion on something. I, I had a three-leg parlay. I had the Jags. I had uh, the uh, Giants last night. And yep. then the third leg is tonight with the Bucks. Yep. And uh, FanDuel's giving me a good cash out option right now, but uh, I'm sort of I sort of want to stick in there to get that last leg. What do you think? Well, what's the what, what's the financial totals? What are you winning? <laughs> uh, I, I put five bucks down. Cash out is twenty one dollars, and uh, if I hold out, it's like sixty bucks, something like that. And you got the box plus what about three points or something? No, no, no. I'm just the money line. Oh, okay. Uh, I would stick with trying to get yeah. the sixty bucks. I thought he was gonna say like bet three hundred and the cash out is like a couple hundred or something. Yeah, I, I go for the go for the gusto. Yeah, here. go for the gusto. You think, you think Brady well. takes out the Dallas? All right. I don't think Brady you takes out yeah. Dallas. No, but you understand what I'm part of why I'm saying to keep it, John, is because he's going from twenty one bucks to sixty yeah. something bucks. That's a it's not like twenty to forty. It's twenty to sixty. Yeah, that's a big jump. Jimmy, give me a great answer, man. A theme song. Uh, this. This is the song you should be blaring in your car when you drive around rather than Superman. Curb your enthusiasm theme. Yeah, that's nah. a good one, too. The curb theme is great. Oh, man. I, and I'm looking forward to season to, uh, season 12, whenever the heck that happens. Two one. Oh, by the way, speaking of shows, you know, I'd recommend. It's easy. You can get it done in four hours. Four-part Netflix show. John, you should watch the Madoff show. Very good, man. Hmm. I, it's, I have no desire. It's interesting. I would imagine. I cuz I know very little about the like the details. Yeah, lack of government 
oversight and that which was oversighting it wasn't citing it well. There was one guy that kept telling the government starting around 2000, Madoff is a fraud. There's no way this is possible. It's mathematically impossible. Hmm. The returns that he's demonstrating having, it's impossible. If it's not, a, it has to be a Ponzi scheme. And it went on for, I forget exactly when Madoff, he came down, I think, 09, 08 or 09, related to the, the, the crash. Not the real crash, whatever you call it. The, what they call it, James, the Great, the great Recession? Is that what it was called? Yeah, the Great Recession. Economic. Anyway, bottom line is there's this one dude saying he just kept telling the IRS, you got to look into this. And they just kept not doing anything. About, uh, not maybe the IRS might be the wrong term. But anyway, uh, bad job by the government on that one. Two one five five to say the least. Although mm-hmm. it did help take down the New York Mets there for about 10 years. That, that part was kind of cool. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We'll continue to react to everything Eagles related. Also, Elliot Shore Parks joins us at 1230. The latest on the birds from his end, the injury situation, the matchup with the Giants, his assessment of the weekend of football. That and more up ahead. Jody Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. Hey, I want to welcome a, uh, a, a new advertiser to our show. We are so happy to have United Tires with us. I'm very excited to tell you about my new partnership with United Tire. United Tires, New Year's saving starts now. It starts right now. Save $120 on a set of four of Michelin's best, the Cross Climate 2. The savings are good now through January 28th. You can stop in your local United Tire today and get the deal before they're gone. Visit unitedtire.com for all the specials. That's unitedtire.com for all the specials, or stop by your local United Tire store. If you're needing tires, now is the time to take advantage of great savings at United Tire. Don't drive alone. Drive United. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.